This is Bodies at Rest, show number 37, titled Hope. And I'm Celestial Dancer, your host here at Bodies at Rest. And I'd like to first of all welcome you to the first show of 2012. And just briefly share with you that although it's been a while since you've had a new Bodies at Rest show, I have definitely been working on some new tracks. I'm proud to say I have recently released a new CD titled Sounds of the Soul, and I'll tell you a little bit later on about how you can get uh, one of the new CDs. In the interim, let's talk about the show. This show is titled Hope, and I hope that somewhere in all of the tracks that you're about to hear, that you find some vestige of hope some morsel painted linguistically that taps into whatever part of your mind, body, and soul is the reservoir for hope. Because if nothing else, we need hope today. So I'll get down off my soapbox and share with you the first track of the show titled Formidable Forecast. And as always, I'll be back. Formidable 
forecast. I will carry my sunshine with me. When hope is eclipsed by the dark fog of limited thought and overweight ego, I will carry my sunshine with me when the warmth of Nubian pride is chilled in frosty winds of envy and ineptitude. I will carry my sunshine with me when clouds of ignorance swirl and threaten the light of truth. I will carry my sunshine with me when inequality has hollowed the core of understanding and unity. I will carry my sunshine with me when the field of life dreams is only supported in black and white stereotypes. I will carry my sunshine with me when the powerful rays of dignity and respect have faded as yesterday. I will carry my sunshine with me when the energy of a loving embrace is drained from the wealth of family. I will carry my sunshine with me when the perceived potential of pennies outweighs the precious presence of flesh. I will carry my sunshine with me when children must play amongst a shower of weapons, learn from pages of white lies, and live within walls of worthless words. I will carry my sunshine with me when the icy air of racism is cloaked in ides of inarticulate idiosyncrasies. I will carry my sunshine with me when humid vapors of self-serving men choke away the noble breath of kings living to serve their queens. I will carry my sunshine with me when the weight of generational wisdom is blanketed under the snow of youthful indiscretion. I will carry my sunshine with me when the gift of motherly wit is baked into hard bricks of heart-hungry hubris. I will carry my sunshine with me when the precipitation of pompous perceptions drown the educational edification of a potent population's most anticipated expectations. I will carry my sunshine with me 
when solidarity is iced still and solitude is the only audible language. I will carry my sunshine with me when treasured memories have faded into echo mists that easily dry into forgotten. I will carry my sunshine with me when my vision of forever is obscured by the smog of thick years and mortal particulate. I will carry my sunshine with me when the squalls of death begin to roll closer to my slowing heels. I will carry my sunshine with me when my arms fail under the burden of teacher and my fingers succumb to stones of sage. I will carry my sunshine with me until the only forecast is a clear sky of silence. She's cool, starting off most days calm. Now and again, she loses her temper, blazing upon you beyond reason, force-feeding you heated spoonfuls of her searing attitude, making your thoughts sweat, leaving you dizzy with no motivation, exhausted without practical rationale. Perhaps... A temperamental siren. Other times, she's a straight bitch, snubbing you, giving you extended prickly moments of frosty space, callously numb to your pleas while cold-heartedly staring you down with icy rage, leaving you to blue rooms of microscopic introspection. This is just a just. Still... She's soft, vulnerable to sudden sobbing. Occasionally, in the late hours of lightless night, you can hear her begin to weep. Austere sound of her steady tears lulling, somberly serenading you past reflections of why she cries. Yet, without warning, aside any provocation, she can explode into full is she screaming in furious volumes manic with torrential wailing haunting tranquility seated square in her eye masking her wrath prompting you to question her love compelling you to respect her dominant sway mystifying you beyond limits of her reason breeding insurmountable fear ascending from deep within your soul 
How do I understand this control mix? Then, just as quickly, she settles, welcoming you in beams of brilliant hope, warming every frigid limb with subtle puffs she makes nice, kissing gently scars born of her tempestuous wrath, relaxing you with ethereal grace to unsolicited forgiveness, for she too is a child of God. Humbling you to warily recall gravity of her madness in only ephemeral flashes, painted in sheer shades of agony. Knowing you must tolerate her, endure with her, suffice incapable to truly predict her capricious moods, faithfully, absolutely, eternally. In no account mistaking her peace for weakness or parlaying her strength for granted, realizing that you will never stand privy to her alluring secrets or bear title to her singular fidelity. She was never yours alone. But unmistakably and unequivocally, she is with you, teaching you to forever whisper her name with seated reverence. Listening to Bodies at Rest with your host, Celestial Dancer. Okay, if you haven't determined this already, let me share with you that for this show, there's going to be very little of me on the microphone speaking to you, but me through poetry sharing my reflections of hope is what this show is all about. Bodies at Rest, show number 37, Hope. I'm your host, Celestial Dancer. Opening up the show, you heard Formidable Forecasts played to a backdrop of Gary Lamb's When I Think of You. Right before the break, you heard A Mist Her Fickle Ways, which was produced with an original track by the Wonder Twins, Miguel and Mark S. Wilder. Up next... More hopeful, poetic reflections. And, without a doubt, I'll be back. In my hood. My hood in my hood in my hood in my hood I have memories with memories that swell and peak firm points of view that occasionally leaked march that stretch my ego's girth vividly lined and etched from birth but in actuality the disposition of my hood's physicality is but a triviality for you see in my hood, my brain now resides in the realm of tired, 
constantly inquired and perpetually mired with help me, show me, teach me, not slowly, but reaching me deeply, draining my gray matter with needs of quick, shedding youthful layers smooth and slick, now intensely and enigmatically anemic, losing wrinkles of knowledge long ago earned, out on loan but not returned, but not lost or tossed away like unfulfilled hopes of yesterday, but surrendered sweetly, filling new cerebral habitats neatly, replete with intellectual hunger feeding completely, sated oh so good all up in my hood, but with each enlightening thought plucked and spilled, drops of wisdom find my soul filled with visual bricks for my immortality to build and so I continually grow selflessly willed cause in my hood I chose this longitude this specific location and with unprotected attitude and some undercover provocation rebuffing hesitation led me to a specific gestation of sacrificial elevation and educational procreation. So I will continue to welcome my bonded infestation with only optimistic elation, as I should in my hood of mothering. Peace. This is Big Trigger from Spotlight on Jazz and Poetry, and you're listening to Bodies at Rest with your host, Celestial Dancer. Some serious spit for your goggles. There are times when we must speak, stand ego to ego, letting the magma of our pride gather among our slippery focus. For a brief moment, sincere interest tries to blow pinkish dreams to the side and prepare our minds like waiting lions, but we stuff it in old bags of distrust to suffocate unfed. We offer moods of disappointment, damp and heavy like forgotten towels in overnight rain. Wanting to ease the weight of misunderstanding with only shared slices of misery pie. We wipe each eye with thin determination and boldly look upon each other with hollow regard. We let uncertainty fall mute. Confident that nothing sounds as pure as our own voice in caverns of righteousness. The taste of truth only on our tongues. Sweet 
only in the moments when we speak. Then, vanishing to bitter exile like warm breath on cold glass. We have painted fanciful proclamations on the inner walls of our perspectives, but we hoard them for the momentary worth they shine on our thoughts, only willing to hint at their beautiful veneer and teasing meaningless drops sprinkled in shallow pools of whispered vanity, as if the colors would fade to indifferent plaids and envious grays. We feign humble to show only pencil drawings of what should be. We shed scented vapors that seep from our imperfect hearts, smelling vulnerable and ripe with need. Then we act as if its sorrowful mist does not fill the room and beckon us to sobs of weakness. We dangle pitiless questions on sharp corners of reckless to let our blistering words look for cracks where regret has fallen and fractured tender expectations into irritating shards. We must unlearn the language of fear, taking the pepper from our crow to taste the true flavor of dignity and let the natural dialect of substance be heard. For we all have history to teach and so many fused legacies to write. But first, we must sacrifice critical skin and give just ear to the stories lingering within. Just some serious spit for your God. This is Bodies at Rest, show number 37, titled Hope, and it is my hope that you are beginning to feel the theme of this show. This is Celestial Dancer, your host here at Bodies at Rest, and what you've just heard after the first break was a piece titled My Hood, which was mastered and produced by Marques and Miguel Wilder, otherwise known as the Wonder Twins. And following that, you heard a vocal track by your hostess, Celestial Dancer, titled Serious Spit. I mentioned at the opening of the show that I have had the honor of releasing a brand new CD titled Sounds of the Soul. If you're interested in obtaining one of those CDs, you can contact me at celldancer, that's C-E-L-D-A-N-C-E-R, at gmail.com. And I will forward to you information on how to get a personally autographed CD of my poetry. Continuing on with the show, as I said, I'm not going to do too much talking on the mic. We're going to move forward with some more hopeful tracks. And in my standard tradition of sharing poetry with you, I'll be back. You are in tune to Bodies at Rest with your host, Celestial Dancer. Dancer. <laughs> 
Gender blossom, gender blossom, gender While yet a woman, I saw grandmothers, mothers and aunts holding tongues to stifle outcries of pain of angered menfolk having laid hands of injured pride on flesh that bore simple sins of unconditional love and support. While yet a woman, I heard the confusion of light-skinned maidens reddened by everything from green convictions of conceit and good hair to accusations of not dark enough to feel the true hardship of darkness. While yet a woman, I felt shards of insult as mental youngins professed indignation over the failure to hold a conversation with the lady that they mistook not for a female dog in heat, but for a heated bitch. While yet a woman, I made mental note of lustful thoughts from hopeful lips that couldn't reveal the ability to talk to full breasts and stare emptily into truthful eyes at the same time. While yet a woman, I smelled the smoldering stench of scratched faces and snatched hair ignited by girls playing grown up, having been played by junior players in the wasteful game of playing people as possessions. While yet a woman, I tasted bittersweet words hurled from lips that whispered softly on a gent's ear yesterday, yet brutally bite it off today because a queen can't find hormonal harmony this week and the world is so heavy but he's got his foot on the last nerve she uses to hold it up. While yet a woman, I dreamed of not feeling the sting of betrayal's tears that fall from a heart that presumed, assumed, and consumed false fidelity but refused to realize that a promise is felt not just spoken. While yet a woman, I questioned my strength of motherhood, but danced with joy of a mother's blessing at the sight of what sprung from my loins, feeding and kneading what came hard, but natural. While I was a woman, I held the sorrow of females that lost sons, fathers, brothers, husbands, nephews, grandsons, cousins, and uncles to final rest at the hands of guns, knives, jail, drugs, and other faces of ignorance that have no tolerance of diversity and leave no room for compassion. While I was a woman, I touched the heart of a man, traced and embraced his pride, inhaled and prevailed against his pain, spoke and heard his hardships, and stood at, by, and in his side in all kinds of weather, whether or not he knew it, asked for it, or expected it, just as long as he believed and received it. While yet a woman, I remember to thank God for all that I've learned or forgotten, felt or touched, heard or listened to, seen or believed, loved or lost, and for the strength to stand and still grow as a woman. Gender Blossom. Gender blossom. Gender blossom. Gender blossom, gender blossom, gender blossom.
This is a love letter. Dear life, I wanted, needed, to take a moment to tell you how I feel about you. We've been together for quite some time, tested by concrete blocks of temptation, blended in torrential tears under sorrow's clouds, and bound by unseen threads of trust as winds of the unexpected would have us move. I often wonder how I could feel for you when I really don't understand you. I've seen how you've abandoned others so suddenly and lingered mercilessly where you were unwanted with others. Sometimes I find myself jealous of your eternal friendship with time, envious of how you both continue to walk hand in hand, never losing each other's pace undaunted by the pleas of your other lovers. But yet, I always see your beauty and long for another tomorrow in your embrace, and shudder at dark thoughts of possibly losing you. At times, you have loved me roughly, scraped my soul with sharp lessons of humble, forced me to swallow bitter pride so that my heart could remain softly sweet. You've let me dance with evil and waited patiently until I was predictably burned by its acidic kiss. You've even forgiven me moments of having taken you for granted, assuming that you would always be there. Assuming that you would be there always. Forgetting that you are a gift given me by my father. To be much more than appreciated, to be treasured, loved. I guess that's why I write this letter, as a reminder to me and notice to you that I still love you, just as you've loved me, no matter what. circles under my thoughts have often reflected aging rhythms of privately painted perspectives that I've labored hard to keep soft and protected. Personal life expressions now internally affected. My untold confessions falling ill, socially infected from having wholly absorbed wicked flavors of evil news that woefully tricked my muse and slowly skewed my views, with oily slick spite lurking as soulless refuse, soiling them with jealous blight and controlled tattoos. My conscience is not the least amused, so who can I blame for the darkness of my blues? 
My injured pride says I'm too weak to choose, but smiles as it lies about whether I'll lose and tries to proudly disguise my certain demise with loud cries of tail-shrouded surprise. But I surmise, even through my tired mind's eyes, that it's unwise to emphasize any chastise meant introspectively. For I must apprise, baptize, and arise with truth connectively, giving rise to the author of the skies, respectively, who defies mortal ties and lays home to the prize with the purest divinity, having bested infinity, never nested in pity, advised only by the Trinity. He has cursed and blessed the whim in me selectively, yet from birth till now has never neglected me. Directly he holds me free, engraved in salvation's captivity, to awake from a mind state of egocentricity, with blinding aches of clarity, to unseen believing, conceding airy cakes of deception's weaving, cleaving despair into flakes while vain duty slept, leaving barely a trace of doubtful tears once wept. So slowly, I'm weaning off this world's material udder, leaning between dreams of heaven's ethereal butter and scheming among hell's bacterial clutter. So every inch of I, the fullest bit of me, will be still, breathe trust, hold faith and just chill, until he fills me with glorious gleaning, beautiful, pristine, dry sin soul cleaning, fiending imperial cuisine to feed love for brothers, forsaking old particulars of my selfish drummers, making pardon of my life's shadowy stain of flesh, shaking hardened strife, so in dreams refreshed. Tis the elements of an unearned bequest. Peace. Stay right there. You're listening to Bodies at Rest with your host, Celestial Dancer. The sharpest needle. I will not leave this place before scarring the air with the pointed ends of my reddish-blue screams. 
jagged and oblong emotional ampules driven from the seat of my soul and riding swift upon charged flames that burn away the naivete of my learning breath in their wake. These be thought winds that fan aromas of rich memories in old patterns of musty closet and worn leather. Hand-painted familiar skins soaked deep with sweet sweat that backflowed from inward tears shed behind dry afternoons painted in thankless labor and uneven love, then stuffed and forgotten in beautiful blue glass jars alongside faded pennies and odd brown buttons. I have rubbed away the soft down of my early queendom and scratched tender my inherited grandeur against the rough bark of so much blind royalty. Blood strangers, loosed from other castles and wandering with outstretched tongues and bellies, looking to bite and swallow chunks of wisdom without chewing. The healing has become much less than foe, for each scab tightens with faster patience. Tooth and spirit sit flesh familiar in moods of congealing contentment as softened afterthoughts commanding awe and struggling abeyance lay among rows of chattering word sprites still unaware of their newness and fixed dance with time. I cannot touch them through angered lenses for they wear the fresh and courage from which my face grew. I can still hear the echo of my driven gait under their shoes, as the faint shape of my once plump arrogance still lingers long after they release their shining pail to spill precious sand back into the box. Hearts of kings long dead still beat, pricking unripe ears to stinging attention holding natural ignorance at bay while their odor of dedication flows thick and unstoppable, forcing pups to take on shades of earned pride. I see them and smile to seal their truth. I will not leave this place before tasting my immortality on the passion of others. For God with the sharpest needle, has sewn the best parts of our souls together, and I cannot, and I cannot see, and I cannot, see and I cannot, the scene.
If you knew that tomorrow was not yours to see, do you think you would live it any differently? Would you learn differently? Would you love differently? Would your choices be harder or easier to make? Would the angst of others be more or less difficult to take? Would you be willing to give more or want more given to you? Would your list of priorities grow larger or few? Would the words you speak become loose or more select? Would regard for your enemies fade away or be direct? Would you unleash your inhibitions without a care? Would you exercise patience or rush to get everywhere? Would mistakes you've made rise up or disappear? Would the surety of death gift you peace or aching fear? Would you realize your dreams or toss them into yesterday? Would you swim in thick seriousness or make some moments to play? Would you be sure to count the seconds, minutes, and hours? Would you bypass a garden or take time to smell the flowers? Would you celebrate what was or shed tears for what was not? Would you open every regret or leave them untended to rot? Would you try to fulfill every promise, pledge, and vow? Would you work for someone else's tomorrow, even though you only have now? Would you touch or toss those moments that planted joy beneath your skin? Would you coat your breath with forgiveness for all who left a scar within? If you knew that tomorrow was not yours to see, do you think you would live it any differently? Do you believe that you would be better or worse than you are today? Does it matter since you cannot beg, borrow, or pay for any tomorrow just as you cannot walk into yesterday? For tomorrow is never the gift of today. So living or loving it differently, either way, only this now is what matters and what you do in it. Though you didn't steal, earn, or win it, you have this chance to live to the fullest and love without end, to friend your best and best your friends, to feed the hearts and trim the woes, and weather the storms until hope shows, and give your gifts in the space of today, for tomorrow may not come our way.
You are unwinding to the sensual sounds of Bodies at Rest with your host, Celestial Dancer. Life is so short, so brief, a candle that is lit and then extinguished, a blink, a day to night in the life of a growing plant, the first line of the ring of a tree. Life is a moment that is strung to another moment that has a defined beginning and an unpredictable end. When we look at life, we are so prone to look at what isn't. We focus on those things that we don't have, that we didn't do, that we just missed. And we take that pile of what isn't and we bring it to our moments that we share with one another, bringing the weight of my almost, shouldn't, didn't, couldn't, to add to the weight of your missed, lost, dreamt, unanswered, until we have between us a pile of what isn't, burying the potential for understanding, burying the light of joy, weighing down the possibilities of unity, so that we can only focus on the mound of isn't. It's heavy, it's thick, and though we can't see or touch it, we feel its weight because we're constantly reaching, trying to make it stick, trying to keep it beneath our skin, letting it fill that valuable space between our ears. Moments that can be precious gifts, moments that can allow us to touch souls, to share, to acknowledge and recognize the joys that are buried under all the isms. So much energy is spent wishing, hoping, regretting, hating, sending out energy to just dissipate into the nothingness of what isn't, using minutes that are unpromised, borrowing against tomorrows that may or may not be gifted with the hollow and futile mission of seeking and holding on to what isn't. Standing under the upside down umbrella of what's not there, what's not real, what's not tangible and touchable and tasteable. So much time 
It's as if we open a window and just allow it to blow away with no flavor of us in its midst. Sitting down and knitting scarves and socks and sweaters out of what isn't. Filling bowls and baskets with dreams of what is not. Our energy is precious. Our moments shared may not be repeated. Our time has no fixed volume. Given these facts, why would we focus one additional moment on what isn't? Why do we search for the invisible? Why do we attempt to grasp what cannot be held? Can we abandon the urge to fill emptiness with want? Discard the need to give unachievable form to the unseen? Relinquish the desire to cling to the frustration of nothingness? Can we stop loving? What is it? I don't know about you, but I prefer the reality of what is, of loving what is, of holding what is, of giving thanks for what is. For what is, is real, is now, is ours. I'd rather love what is. Can you believe that we are almost at the close of this show? This is Bodies at Rest, and I'm your host, Celestial Dancer, and I have had the pleasure of sharing with you some of my reflections on the state of hope. What you heard after the last break was Gender Blossom, Dear Life, as well as Soul Hangover. All three tracks were mastered and produced by Marquez and Miguel Wilder, otherwise known as the Wonder Twins. Very dear friends and exceptionally talented musicians and music producers. After that, you heard The Sharpest Needle, Gifted, and most recently, Loving What Is, which was recorded to a track by Baba Cree titled Sleep Away. To round out the end of the show, I'm going to share with you a track from my newest CD titled Sounds of the Soul. And as I mentioned earlier, if you're interested in getting a copy of that CD, please contact me at celldancer, that's C-E-L-D-A-N-C-E-R, at gmail.com. You can also use that email address to contact me with any comments, questions, or just simple reflections about Bodies at Rest. I welcome your comments, I welcome your emails, and I look forward to reading them and responding to them. Let's talk about hope for just a moment. My reflection on hope 
are that it is a state of being and a frame of mind that requires a terminal case of trust, an unlimited longing to feel and be loved, and an uncontrollable inclination toward encouraging outlooks and positive outcomes. Hope is a continual and transformational state of mind and it also requires the love, encouragement, and support from family and friends. I get hopeful when I receive those wonderful emails from the Bodies at Rest listeners. And I hope that what you hear on the Bodies at Rest shows also helps to support your sense of hope. We need it, just like we need each other. Okay, I'm going to get off my hope box and wish all of you continual moments of rest for your mind, body, and soul. This is Celestial Dancer. You're listening to Bodies at Rest, show number 37, Reflections on Hope. And I'm going to close the show out with a track from my new CD titled A Patience Poem. I think it's something we can all relate to, and it's definitely, definitely filled with hopeful reflections. Till the next time, be well and no joy. Peace. Change has touched my life in many ways. Old and new seem to trade places as time grows more precious, and I wait. I am not who I was. Though the color of my dreams is slightly faded, I still long for the light of tomorrow, so I wait. At times, my body has bouts of painful disobedience shedding balance and fighting function while the road of healing runs rugged and steep. Still, I wait. Peaceful moments are sometimes distant as strangers, while moments with strangers grow more common and less distant, leaving echoes of a vast void in an ever-crowding world. Meanwhile, I wait. My need for help is strong, though my plea at times is weak, awaiting answers in languages of endless compassion and full human value, though I wait. Complexities of this world occasionally leave me exhausted, missing the sweet and simple truths of my yesterday, like childhood summers and first loves. Longingly, I wait. Innermost thoughts, feelings, and deeds are shared with outsiders, forcing trust across a whirlpool of unknown procedures, endurance within a current of countless questions, and strength beyond the fears of what could be. Guardedly, I wait. My health is my life a precious seed in need of real kindness, loving and tender. 
rendered by hope of helping hands more learned than mine. Humbly, I wait. I control only my response to living, exchanging meaning and understanding in an arena of coexistence with the desire that each bear equal weight and value. Idealistically, I wait. I'm moving with jarring turns and unforgiving hills on a journey through pollutions of negative sound and harsh scenes that stain my stamina and tax my tolerance. Patiently, I wait. Some days, hope only whispers to me, and I barely feel its breath on the surface of my awareness, gently coaxing my enthusiasm while nudging my inspiration with sound purpose. Yet, I wait. My perceptions become cramped among a civilization that settles for merely starting something rather than experiencing new beginnings, where emotional commitments are rare like blue moons and second chances are replaced by eternal regrets. But I wait. I wait for care, rendered in extraordinary attention with honest sensitivity and mindful precision. I wait for volumes of care that are written in a touch, reflected in wishes uttered and answered, heard in quiet music of rest, hidden as glistening threads among bonds of stewardship, gifted in bouts of smooth, circular understanding, explained in swirls and grooves of memories treasured, soaked in shades of confidence earned, entwined in soft promises of benevolence kept, embraced with beautiful threads of empathetic insight. I wait for the gift of giving, wrapped in the name of compassion, and offered in the pure breath of human consideration.
Bodies at rest.